Hi, I'm David Key and welcome to Funky Careers podcast number 18. Yes, product of your environment. Think about it. You are a product of your environment. Think about the influence that have made you who you are today. Your own experiences, your learnings, peers, parents, friends, sports, hobbies, interests, events, activities, tasks, places. You've been people you have met. All of this makes us a product of our environment. But yes, some have defied their environment or challenged it through their own self-awareness. Remember Billy Elliot? Oh, Billy, you don't want to go. You don't want to be a dancer. Your dad's dad's gone into the mines. Your dad's 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 gone to the mines. And Billy, but Billy says, I want to be a dancer, dad. Oh, eventually the dad sees Billy for who he is through his own self-awareness and what he wants to do. So that's where we're going to delve into the world of self-awareness in understanding we are products of environment. Okay, to start off with, there's these two guys and they've made a window. Okay, I hear you, I hear you. Big deal. Other people have made windows. Heaps of companies have made windows. But this is the Johari window. The difference between this window, it could change the way you look at life and yourself. Da-da-da-da. That's meant to be dramatic music of that finding. Well, the Jahari window was developed by these American psychologists, Joseph Fluff and Harry Ingham, in the 1950s. And they just called it Jahari, after combining their first names, Joe and Harry. So let's give it, let me give you a bit of a visual of the Jahari window. Window And it is a useful tool in self-awareness for both understanding individuals and, you know, individuals within groups. So self-awareness, that's that ability to understand other people, how they perceive you, your attitude and your responses to them in the moment. But with this window, what we got is four quadrants. We'll just keep it as a, the one is an open area. And that's pretty much all the stuff, yeah, it's pretty there for public knowledge that they know about you. So for myself, it may say, uh, his name's David Key, he's about 182.5 centimetres, they probably couldn't guess that exactly right. He has a passion for bringing joy to people in their careers. He perhaps they follows Essendon Football Club, loves them quite a lot. He has so, you know, so many people in his family. Um, he lo- he's had a background in accountancy, but his focus is career development. He's been in human re- uh, human resources. It's just basically that stuff that's known to others that's out there. So sometimes it'd be, you know, of your skills or sort of facts about yourself. And then you've got this blind area. And the blind area is a bit more about what is unknown by the person about him, herself, but which others know. So for, for myself, see, my blind area would be what I've come to learn in a more with family members, meaning family members close to me, is that sometimes as a parent, when you've got children, you sort of jump into a bit of a what we call a solution mode. And sometimes really what we've got to do, and my children have said to me, is you've just got to hold space for them. Just listen, just listen to them, validate their thoughts. 
So you're not sort of jumping ahead and disregarding what they're saying or what they're feeling. You're more acknowledging that. So, you know, I've had to come better at that and then likely understand that it's my – sometimes it's just not my problem to solve. It's my – my role is just to support and they'll find their own way in the journey. So that was a bit of a, I guess, a blind spot for me where you put that expectation on yourself to know all because you're a parent. But you don't know all. We're all learning. We continue to learn. So that's the way it is. And that's the that's the second quadrant. And by me having that self-awareness to understand that blind spot, I increase my open area. So that's something more people will know about me. Um, and also I'll know about myself. So I create that self-awareness for myself. So that's really important. And then we've got what we call the hidden area. So the hidden area is a, a bit more about, a bit of a facade. It could be all those thoughts and feelings you don't want to share with people. Um, it's just playing your cards close to your chest. And, you know, once again, myself, like people, as I described earlier, the open quadrant is what I'm about in terms of, you know, what people generally know about you and connect and see about you. But it's about that vulnerability aspect. So an example here of where I move from opening up my open area and revealing something hidden might be... um, you know, I go see a psychologist, which I do, to do with, you know, my mental health because I, find, I think it's very important in terms of your well-being um, and, you know, you share, you share a problem and ha- sometimes that gives you perspective and balance but it's also part of your de- development and being, you know, true to yourself to find out more about yourself. Now, some people aren't comfortable with that. Some people just wouldn't even admit to that because they're just private. But I I feel comfortable in saying, well, people might know that about me. So, therefore, that's a bit of a hidden area that you either choose or not to choose to give to people. And that's how you develop trust in people is through that relationship of, you know, giving something to get something, not so much, you know, expecting something big in return, but, you know, develop that trust, that relationship. So then people start to get to know you and it breaks down barriers. So that's what I'm getting to about that product of your environment. Your environment will only change if you sort of change. You want to get that self-awareness increased. So people start to know about you and then people can start to work about you and you'll start to find out more about your strengths, what skills you have and this all ties quite nicely into careers when you think about all the work environments you work with and all the relationships you'll have various with various parts of various workers and then the fourth quadrant is all about what we call the unknown area so that is what is is unknown by the person but also unknown by another so it's so hidden you don't even know about let alone someone else knowing about it and that could be things that are really deep rooted that you may not have even had the chance to show in terms of to others you know you may have an ability that is underestimated or untried you know through lack of opportunity or encouragement to do so there might be a aptitude you possess that's really hidden and you just haven't come across it or it might be just a fear or an aversion that the, you may not even know you've had. You've got this thing holding you back and 
you just don't even know it or it could be something deep-seated even in your childhood that, you know, it's just in that subconscious that's really remains a hidden area to you. So the main focus of this Jahari window is once again taking this open area, which sits, if you visualise a square window and in that top left-hand corner and how open that there's a square but the, how big that square is will depend upon, obviously, how open it is. And then you've got sort of that blind spots to the right of that window and then underneath that square window open area, you've got the hidden area. So the whole idea is to get the blind spots into known and into the expand your open area and the hidden areas reduce so they move into the open area please look it up in a book it is very hard to describe in a visual sense let me tell you that but there are things you can do to help understand who who you are so that that's what you know it is all about so with a blind spot let me give you an example i think i've got time to give you an example um there's this person is called joe okay fictitious who is a supervisor with a company called we hear you but we're not listening. Unusual name for a company needs a bit of working. I admit that. Anyhow, Joe meets with a manager to get feedback. And the manager says, I have this feedback um, that in your team meetings, Joe, you ask for ideas, but you instantly shut down people and why they won't work. And Joe goes, oh, do I? Yes, you do. I've witnessed it in a meeting. I've sat on it, Joe. Oh, do I? Yes, you do, Joe. Well, I'm such in a rush, Joe says, to get through the agenda. So then, you know, Joe says, okay, let's move the priority. She's starting to think now that I'll think about, I'll start moving it from that sort of finishing the meeting to giving that time and that space and the agenda to listen to people. Because at the end of the day, they're your people. You want to develop a relationship. You want to develop trust with them. So give them the time because they may have a, a great idea you know, in terms of what they, you know, can suggest or improve to the business. So these are the aspects that come into play which are really important. And that just gives you a pretty simple example of how it works. But there's another example I'm going to give, and this is a bit more, this is that, that was a bit more blind spot. Well, this is a bit more on the hidden spot. Well, there's a person called Jim in a meeting. Doesn't, doesn't say much in the meeting. Uh, the leader of the project asked, does anyone have any ideas on how to solve the Rastikja problem? Obviously a made-up problem. Jim speaks up and everyone turns to Jim. Jim continues, ah, the Rastikja may not be the, the way to go, he suggests. Uh, there's another way of looking at it. Look, I've researched an alternative, Jim, Jim continues. At the conclusion, a few say, let's give it a try. It might just work. Now, up to then, Joe doesn't say much. But they've started to say, look, we'll start to turn to Joe a bit more. He's got a bit of hidden talent there, Joe. He's taken a bit of risk. He's been a bit vulnerable. 
and he's, uh, he's increased his open area and reduced a hidden area. So these are the ways that you can go about it in your career because that's self-awareness, developing relationships, developing trust, developing about one's own understanding about oneself is absolutely crucial. So let's go Jahari. Let's go Jahari. Let's go Jahari. Okay, getting a bit excited about it now. But just go back to it. It's just a simple tool that started in the 1950s to help people with their self-awareness. We all want to be a, a better version of ourselves, or we want to improve. You know, and there's ways we can go about it. And this is just a way we can go about it. So we can stay with our current environment, stay with what we are as a product of environment, or we can change our environment. We can learn more ourselves. And then we'll become a product of that environment. But we're keeping developing, finding out about ourselves. And that's really important in terms of your own career journey. This has been David Key, Funky Careers, podcast number 18. And I've got an idea. I'm starting to think about the idea of getting guests on the show. So if you wanted to be involved, you don't have to be a superstar, a celebrity. I want humbleness. So people can just say a bit about their journey because we've all got a story to tell. Bye for now. Enjoy.